Hi, this is Russ Hackman, host of The Wall Street Sweeper. Coming up, we'll be talking about the most recent bank failure, the path of Fed policy, and as always, share some listener stories as to how they're navigating these crazy markets. Welcome in to The Wall Street Sweeper. This is the only industry that I know of where you can actually pay more to get something worse. Uncover retirement concepts you need to know. They might have gotten one of those reports that you know they hit enter on and it says you're probably going to be okay, but if you're not, it's not our fault. And now, The Wall Street Sweeper with Russ Hackman. Sweeping away the clutter of Wall Street. Welcome once again. It's the Wall Street Sweeper with Russ Hackman, who is president of Hackman Wealth Partners and here every week as he is in working with our listeners, helping to sweep away the clutter and help you get a clear picture of your financial life. Consumer advocate Dave Perkins, I want to mention this. Russ, with 25 years experience as a financial advisor, a fiduciary, focusing on navigating retirement amid volatile markets. He makes it easy for you to meet with him with four offices downtown. Uh, Also, in Hingham, Wakefield, and the Newton office, Russ, has moved. You have a new location now. That's in Waltham. Uh, that's right, Dave. We did just move a few miles up the road. For, so for anyone who has seen us in Newton, your next meeting with us will be in Waltham. we got a little more space uh, just a few miles away. Excellent. Well, you're making it easy for people to come in and talk about their financial lives and our listeners here keeping you busy, too. You know, we always open the show with the uh, your take on the markets and kind of a market update. And I always kind of brace myself for what you're going to say because it's never a dull moment lately. Well, you're not kidding, Dave. I mean, we have been talking about uh, for several weeks here what was going on, first of all, in the banking sector. um, And with, you know, we were, we had early on the failure of Silicon Valley Bank, which obviously kind of kicked off this banking crisis. There was the other one, Mm -hmm. Signature Bank, that went down. And then for a long time, First Republic was teetering. Folks know now that last weekend, First Republic. Uh, failed, was taken over by the FDIC and its assets sold and its deposits taken over by J.P. Morgan. Uh, and so, you know, unfortunately, it's another, you know, good business. I, I think I mentioned to you, Dave, we'd done our banking there. I'd done it personally for a long time. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, really some great people there. It was a great banking franchise and really kind of, you know, we've talked about the fact that these banking failures are on a big scale, some of what's happened to investors and listeners on a smaller scale in that they lost, you know, their proverbial rear ends, uh, pardon my French, to uh, bonds going down, mm-hmm. right? And, you know, that's what happened to First Republic, basically some of the mortgages that they owned and had made to people at fixed rates, and which is the equivalent of owning bonds and treasury bonds that they own went down significantly in value eroded the value of your equity, of their equity rather, had a run on the bank. And now we have, you know, JP Morgan, one of the largest banks, getting even bigger. So, you know, I to me, yeah, I think it's uh is as you can hear in my voice, David, and and listeners, it, it is I view it as rather upsetting. It is. And you know, if you read the financial news at any, it's all, all the doomsday forecasters. And the reason I view it as upsetting is not because the failure of First Republic is going to, you know, kill our portfolios or anything like that. I just think it's a a serious failure of policy. Mm -hmm. I think the inflation that we got was a, you know, major failure of Fed and federal spending policy. 
And now, you know, the antidote to inflation, raising interest rates so fast is, you know, in some ways kind of killing off the patient, right? And so now we have some of these, uh, you know, banks failing. And again, all the policymakers are saying, well, gee, you know, this is it. That's all that's going to happen. And we heard the same thing and two months ago, more right? happens. So there's been more banks teetering this week. So anyway, I don't want to kind of beat the horse to death on that topic. But, you know, it is true that the failure of these banks is not of large consequence, I don't think, I to everyone's portfolios. You know, what is of more consequence and I think worth talking more about is the path of Fed policy. We just had another Fed announcement uh, this past week, Dave. Um the path of interest rates remains, you know, pretty high. And um, the amount of strength that's in the underlying economy is still there. The job numbers have been pretty strong still. And so all of that means that the, you know, the Federal Reserve is keeping these interest rates, which, you know, we haven't seen in such a long time, you know, really since the early 2000s to 90s, you know, so significantly high. And that's a big deal. It, it affects our portfolios. It affects how we think about financial planning. It affects how we think about risk. So we're going to keep talking about that throughout the rest of the program. It is a good time, Dave and listeners, to transition to what we do regularly on this show, provide the first opportunity for folks to call, to give us a call. If you save $500,000 or more for retirement, Come in and see us for a second opinion. We'll talk more about what that all entails further on this show. Dave, let's offer that to the next five callers. 617-674-2000 to schedule. 617-674-2000. Russ, is, and he talks about it every week, getting prepared for the Cat 5 storm so you can withstand that storm, the worst case scenario. To schedule again, 617-674-2000. Coming up, Russ shares the story of a couple he helped reduce taxes in retirement. Street Sweeper, and we're back into it with Russ Hackman. Russ Hackman, president of Hackman Wealth Partners in the Boston area, downtown Wakefield, Hingham, and Waltham. His offices, Russ has been through it over 25 years now uh, in the financial arena, and he's all about helping you get a clear picture of your financial life and comprehensive financial planning, of which he shares with us on this show every week. We really like this because you share case studies, and those listening have even told you, hey, that was pretty cool you did that because I could really in many ways relate to what you were talking about. Yeah, absolutely, Dave. And, and uh, you know, to me, I'm, those folks who have met with me know how much I enjoy um, getting to know everyone. Everyone's got a different life story. I, I'm sort of one of those uh, sort of, I guess, I don't know what you call it, cocktail party geeks that that, <laughs> that, that loves cocktail parties because I, I love finding out about everyone's life. Yeah. And I love doing that when people come in to uh, see us. It is a opportunity, I think, to, you know, Dave, it's been a little while since uh, we talked about the big six retirement risks. And so I thought I might, you know, as we get into our first story today, kind of remind folks what we mean by that. Um, you know, we can compare retirement to hiking a mountain or traversing a jungle. We've talked about that uh, before, <laughs> Dave. And, you know, I suppose if you are going up a tricky mountain or traversing a jungle, neither of which I've done, 
uh, fortunately. You've done <laughs> it metaphorically in the financial world. I'm not world. sure it would go that well. Um, yeah, uh, I'm, I'm not I'm not known for roughing it. That's probably another. <laughs> Are you another, a glamper? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I used to go with the Boy Scouts, you know, when the kids were little. We'd go to, um, you know, on the Cub Scout trips. And mm-hmm. these were the ones where your car was parked like 40 feet away. So if you, if you needed something for the car. <laughs> right. You could like heat. <laughs> right, exactly. I think that was that was discouraged, but uh, otherwise, you know. Anyway, um, I digress. But talking about the big six retirement risks, that's really those six things that you know. The good news about retirement, if you're close to or in it, is you're not the first person to go through it, and you can look at history. And I've generally grouped. If you look at people who have had things go wrong for them in retirement financially. It normally falls into one of these six categories and uh, in terms of what's gone wrong. And, you know, some of them are blinding glimpses of the of the obvious. But just to reiterate, those categories are, you know, the market got them. And we talk about these category five storms. The markets do drop 50 percent historically every 20 years. And so it's going to happen in your retirement, you know, mm-hmm. almost almost for sure. Uh, number two is cash flow, longevity, outliving your cash flow. Number three, taxes. Number four, inflation. We kind of always had it on our list, and wow, it really came back in the last year oh, or so. Yeah, Underperformance and excess fee risk. This is probably one I don't talk about enough, but uh, you know there are so many buried fees. Wall Street is so good at hiding fees on you. Uh, that's why when we talk about getting a, a second opinion from us or someone else, that's a very valuable thing to sort of dig through those uh, those hidden fees. And finally, long-term care or unexpected medical costs. Those are the big six retirement risks. Now, let's take a, ch- let's take, uh, a moment to now kind of get into this case study, Dave. And uh, in this instance, uh, it was a couple that we helped uh, earlier this year, 66 years old retired couple in Andover. Uh, he's a retired pilot. She's a retired nurse, grown kids, grandkids. He has a modest pension of 30 grand or so. Mm-hmm. These pilots, unfortunately, and and flight attendants, I know a few of them. And, you know, a lot of them had what they thought were juicy pensions. And then, of course, the, ban- the airline industry goes bankrupt every 10, yeah. 15 years from COVID or 9-11 or you name it. So, so he was planning on hire then. Yeah. So he got... And a lot of them had their pensions reduced and then taken over by the government. So that's what he has, you know, uh, 30 grand or, or so a year. And I mean, not all bad, uh, but they had done a, a great job saving for retirement okay. over a million and a half saved. Uh, but they definitely when they came in, they were definitely concerned because their million and a half had been reduced from one point eight million. Uh. Right. So they're sitting here saying, Russ, you know, we lost basically 20 percent. And, you know, this is. And, and like a lot of folks, uh, you know, a decent, well, I'll get into this some more, but a decent amount of that was in bonds. So in their, in their, in their situation, they were with one of what I call the, the less expensive DIY do it yourself, big box firms. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, there's a couple big firms out there that do that two or three big firms out there, uh, that do that. Um, you know, Vanguard, uh, Schwab, uh, Fidelity, you know, the biggest ones that, you know, will manage your portfolio for you and nothing, you know, wrong with those firms. They say, and, and they've got some great products and, you know, we use some of them for custody of our client assets, 
But in this case, they had advice from one of those firms, which usually isn't as comprehensive as what you can get from an independent planner, for better or for worse. And is it geared towards retirement specifically or more general? I mean, yeah, they would say so. And I don't want to pick on anyone in particular, but, you know, you're you're. It's an 800 number. That's who you're dealing with. Mm-hmm. Or if you're walking into a branch, you know, you're 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 dealing with a um, a less experienced person on the other end of the phone and you're dealing with someone who's likely to not be on that end of the phone forever because they do move those folks around. Mm-hmm. And so in their case, they had a. You know, they had with that firm ended up with a portfolio of stock and bond mutual funds. Um, They had some international funds. And, you know, I've talked about I really don't like international investing at all. It's a bit of a longer story. But, you know, the U.S. is the place to invest. They also had 15 to 20 percent in bonds. And so therefore and they'd lost you know, 20% across the board, as we said, and not really any regular income generation in order to supplement that pension of his that we were talking about. And finally, no real tax plan, right? Mm-hmm. So what we did was we made an allocation to them to in order to secure what we call paycheck replacement, right? Something to replace that nice paycheck that he had, had coming in. We made an allocation, substantial allocation is safe money. We were alluding earlier to what's going on with the Fed, with the Fed keeping rates where they are. The, you know, the safe money alternatives are fantastic. We also did a tax reduction plan for them, getting substantial funds into a Roth account. And that we were able to see improved their after-tax position, most likely by 250 grand or more. So pretty significant. So there's a little more to this story, but we're running a little short on time on this segment, Dave. But I do want to transition you know, to that next opportunity for folks to call in. Talk to us about reducing your tax liability. Talk to us about that second opinion. Talk to us about that fee analysis. We'd be glad to speak to the next five cars that have saved $500,000 or more for retirement. And this is to the next five at no cost, no obligation at 617-674-2000. This comprehensive review with Russ Hackman. Again, 617-674-2000. Coming up, what's the list of assets actually worth investing in? Sweeping away the clutter of Wall Street. It is the Wall Street Sweeper with Russ Hackman, who I think of as the Wall Street Sweeper. And this is our weekly get together. Uh, And that's what Russ is about, offering financial and retirement services from his offices in the Boston area, downtown Wakefield, Hingham, and now in Waltham. That's his new office uh, in Waltham, just uh, very close to his old office in Newton. Uh, Russ gets uh, the information to us really that we need to consider. And you shared a great story in the last segment, Russ, about the client you worked with, and they they had a pretty good firm plan, but not maybe not able to withstand the Cat 5 storm, no regular income built in. I just, I'd love to pick your brain here about the assets that you're actually using in your own and in client portfolios. I mean, we talk about, and you talk about every week right now, at least, avoiding bonds. Does that mean all bonds and bond funds? 
Yeah, it, it, it is a it is a worthy question, uh, Dave, because I feel like sometimes I talk about what shouldn't people invest in, and it's like, well, okay, well, what should I invest in? <laughs> right, invest, right, but. Yeah, I think avoiding bonds for the most part and bond funds is, uh, I think, a pretty solid conclusion for most people. Obviously, we saw, you know, empirically that bond funds lost between 15 and some, believe it or not, even lost 25 percent last wow. year. Some lost even more than the stock market. And so this old uh, sort of notion of and what we call kind of two-dimensional financial planning, which is, hey, you have X in stocks and you have one minus X in bonds, I don't think is a is a great place to be. It definitely isn't when interest rates are rising or when inflation is uh, high. Mm-hmm. And yeah, in general, I'd say avoid them unless they're pretty short term. Uh, you know, the things that I do, uh, to me, I'd rather, instead of 60-40 stocks, bonds right now, I'd rather... I'd rather see somebody 60-40 or 50-50, whatever the percentage is, stocks and CDs. Because that's right? gone up. They're earning. You got to tell me what's wrong with earning 5% with no risk on a CD. Can't think right? of anything with that. <laughs> really and that doesn't nothing. have to be permanent either, does it? It, needs, it can be adjusted. Well, and yeah, those are historically, for the last several years at least, high numbers. And you know, one thing you could criticize about CDs is they're not going to be yielding 5% forever. So right. if, you're, if we're buying which we are for clients, three, six, 12 month CDs now at around 5%. Yeah, probably in a year or two, they'll be, when we're buying new CDs, they may be at four, they may be at three and a half or three, but then inflation will be down. So still, I that sounds better to me than going into bonds, which these bond funds for the most part are yielding 3% if they're high quality bonds. If you have a bond fund that you see yielding five percent or something in general it's lower quality bonds so you know that's sort of my view there the other things that i actually think are worth investing in Mm -hmm. are um you know i do we talk about safe money so cds are safe money i like the lower cost principal protected annuities either fixed rate or fixed index Mm -hmm. You know, I know people are out there groaning, going over oh, us. You got, you're talking about annuities. You know, they're, they're but there are different the, kinds, right? There are the different scarlet kinds. letter, but <laughs> I think there are ones that stand up to critical analysis. If for some, if for some reason, uh, and and we certainly do use them in client portfolios. You know, you got to tell me what's wrong with so, like with something that's principal protected. You know, subject to the claims paying ability of the insurance company that can earn up to ten or eleven percent a year based upon how the market does Mm -hmm. that comes with some liquidity trade-offs like all annuities but somebody's got to really explain to me what's wrong with that because i'll tell you there there isn't anything wrong with that subject to those caveats usually a broad brush criticism of annuities it seems you know you mentioned when you referenced that couple a moment ago one of the solutions you mentioned you you saw a red flag that they didn't have a tax plan and are there any decent tax-free ways to invest well not really unfortunately the only one you know, municipal bonds, I'm not a big fan of. Uh, the only one that's sort of worth a look, and again, people might be groaning out there when I say this, is life insurance can offer some good right. after-tax returns. But in any event, we, uh, we're we coming up to that part of a, of the show again where we got to take a quick break, give another opportunity to folks to call in, come in and see us, talk to about what's worth investing in, what's not worth investing in, 
look for those hidden fees, et cetera, in your portfolio. Let's do that. Offer that opportunity, Dave, to the next five callers that have saved $500,000 or more for retirement. And the great thing, it's at no cost, no obligation to the next five, 617-674-2000, 617-674-2000. Coming up, Russ takes questions from listeners, tells us another listener story and more. Street Sweeper returns. The conversation continues with Russ Hackman, who is president of Hackman Wealth Partners. Russ Hackman, 25 years in the financial arena. He always opens the show with a great market update. He did spend his early years on Wall Street trading desk and now helping people in the area, getting a clear picture of their financial life. And if you're near retirement, man, is it ever important to get a clear picture of your retirement life. You know, this is another great part of the show, though. Russ does answer questions that have come in from listeners. And let me tell you how you can submit your question to Russ. Just go to the website, hackmanwealth.com. Click the radio tab. And we always ask, throw in your town, too, so we can shout it out. Like Jody in Somerville, she says, uh, my employer just quietly decided to switch the 401k matching program from each paycheck to just one lump sum annual match at the end of the year last year. Now, you must be an employee the entire year to receive the employer match. They claim their reasoning was to match the climate of the market currently. Does anyone else actually get their 401k matched on an annual basis rather than by paycheck? I've never really heard of it being done this way. Yeah, it can be done. I mean, you tend to see that in smaller companies and, you know, sometimes they'll give a pretty juicy match in a good year and on sort of a less juicy match in a, uh, in, in not such a good year, but the whole notion of matching in 401ks is just a great thing. And so I think that's, you know, probably the most important thing to emphasize in this conversation is whatever the matching is and whatever you're able to put up and then have your employee and have your employer rather multiply. That's one of the best investments you can make, because if you put in a dollar, someone else gives you a dollar. That's you know, that's 100 percent return. Right? Yes. So that's you know, that's really fantastic. You know, as also we're on the subject of 401ks, you know, one of the things to bear in mind also is, you know, avail yourself of matching. And now you can potentially avail yourself of a Roth 401k. So if you're still working, depending on what your income is, it can make sense to look at actually paying your taxes now and then having that be tax free forever that money depends on your tax bracket but if you're on in the 22 percent tax bracket 24 percent tax bracket even uh you know to me that makes some sense sloan in reading if my company contributes a match to my ira and i leave in a year or two I, i know the matching is void but what happens to the gains from my investments i'm weighing the pros and cons of opening one through my company or on my own so just wanted to ask well yeah for sure your own money that you contribute uh that that remains yours and yeah in some cases the vest there's a vesting schedule for whatever the matching is so you know, you do, you know, potentially lose that. Uh, obviously, it's a probably a bigger decision that you're making in order to, uh, you know, go out and launch your own company. So um, in any event, I think that that is a, um, you know, that having the ability to uh, having the ability to keep what you've invested, mm-hmm. you know, you can potentially roll it then after you leave to an outside IRA. That's something that can make some sense. So. 
Um, We've got a little time. I had a question for you. Yeah, go ahead. You've been doing this a while. Is retirement, we know retirement planning is more challenging than it was from the generation before us with more pensions. Has it in the last few years gotten even more challenging? Oh, the, uh, that seems like a softball, Dave. Uh, was it a softball? Uh, okay, let me make it a hardball. How has it gotten more challenging? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But, yeah, I mean, look, I, I mean, I think it it always is a challenge, but I think it 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 is, you know, quite clear. I think everyone can 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 agree with this that you, you you're more and more on your own these days. Right. So the notion, you know, before that used to be able to have a pension Mm -hmm. or or what have you, that, you know, that notion is gone. I think the the financial landscape is more confusing it than ever. There's more products that are being pitched to everyone out there, ads that you see, whatever. And so when I see people in general, you know, so much of what we talk about is how do you sift through all of this? Mm -hmm. Right. And sifting through, analyzing what you have, looking at, you know, what's actually worth investing in, where you should be pulling out from, that is core to what we do in these second opinions and these consultations that we provide when people come in. So, Dave, let's do that, offer that opportunity again to the next five callers on a complimentary basis. To get a clear picture of your financial life, 617-674-2000, 617-674-2000. Coming up, Russ helps a couple that wanted to hire a long-term partner. Russ Hackman is president of Hackman Wealth Partners, and this is the Wall Street Sweeper. Consumer advocate Dave Perkins with Russ Hackman, who gives us so much to consider in our financial lives, and especially if we're nearing retirement every week on this get-together. Russ has offices in Boston, around Boston, downtown, Wakefield, Hingham, and in Waltham. Uh, Russ already shared a great uh, story, case study, listener story of a couple that came in. Uh, and he always, when he shares these, he shares the challenges and concerns that they had and solutions that he suggests. So Russ, let's get into another listener story. Yeah, I'd be glad to Dave. And um, yeah, as, as we were, you know, alluding to kind of, uh, uh, you know, just a couple of minutes ago, you know, people, co- people do come in to see us for uh, a lot of different reasons, you know, where they heard, you know, Russ, how can I potentially save money on taxes? I'm, I'm worried I might have some of those hidden fees that you're talking about. I'm worried I don't have enough safe assets. And in some cases, and I think, it, but, but in, in almost every case where someone, you know, does join us as a client, this element of partnership, I think is really something that is kind of underemphasized in financial planning discussions. So in other words, you know, another one of these sort of isms that I have, like walking, you know, retirement is like walking through a jungle. Let's call that sort of a Russ ism, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> in this, You've got in several. this case, another ism that that I got is, you know, it stands to reason that when you're 85 years old, everyone out there needs a few people that they know that they can trust, right? Sure. We talked about that that mechanic who's not going to take advantage of you, right? That um, we talked about that, you know, those doctors to keep you tuned up. And I think it stands to reason that you need a financial person that you can actually trust. And by the way, 
it's probably too late at age 85 to go out and be sifting through all the, oh the different gosh. financial people you can work with. And I also don't think that, you know, you want the person when you're 85 to be an 800 number, right? Absolutely it, not. It should be someone that you know who has a lot of years of experience, whether it's us or not. Obviously, you know, people, uh, you know, figure that out. But uh, in, in any event... And so this particular couple came in to see us and they said, listen, like, Russ, you know, we they were 62 years old, both still working, accumulated uh, over a million dollars, no kids, but had really socked away uh, money over the years in some accounts and said, listen, we really we don't have a plan and we really need a partner to to help us deal with this. Right. That really goes back to how it's more challenging now than ever. Right. Like we need this isn't our I mean, and, and honestly, almost everyone tells me that, you know, and we have people from, you know, with uh, high school degrees to PhDs to MDs to JDs to you name it. And virtually everyone walks in and says, like, this world, you know, this isn't my day job, obviously, Russ, it's your day job. <laughs> right. right? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Right. And 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 moreover, if I could find someone I could trust, I would just wish someone would deal with this and make sure it it, it goes well. Right? Trust is a big now, thing. Now, kind of easier said than done, right? Mm -hmm. uh, because I think our our industry, as we talk about, you know, one of the reasons we call this show the Wall Street Sweeper is there's so much, you know, junk out there and in, in some ways misleading marketing that you know requires people to be very very careful about, you know, who they, who they trust. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, I've said that, you know, one of the main objectives of wall street really is to make you pay two or 3% a year and have you not know it. I think that, that, that is a primary objective of many firms out there. And in this case, this couple said, listen, we walked into our bank branch. We went into some of the offices of large firms that are out there and, you know, we kind of felt that we were going to have some 30-year-old kid managing our assets or someone who's not going to be there that long or someone who's maybe not at the top of their game or whatever. And so, yeah, we want a partner and we also are cognizant that, you know, there's two of us here and we're both not going to live forever. One of us is going to predecease the other and we want to have a partner there for that reason as well. Oh, of course. Right? So when we sat down with them, we obviously we got with everyone, we do a portfolio analysis, we do a projected tax liability, we do a um, fee x-ray, uh, we ask people about estate planning, the list goes on and on. Uh, but and in their particular case, we saw some issues that in discussing this partnership, we saw some issues that needed to be addressed in their portfolio and plan. They needed some safe money. You know, that's a very recurring theme. But again, my view is if the market can drop 50% and bonds aren't a great refuge, then almost everybody needs around 50%, if not more of their assets that can't go backwards. Safe, yeah. Right? There's different alternatives for safe assets from CDs to low-cost annuities to securities assets that are principal protected to a lot of different – there's a lot of solutions out there for safe money, but this couple needed some safe growth. They wanted to be sure that they weren't going to take a big hit when that Category 5 storm comes along. They wanted 
they needed and we dug up some cash that needed some increased yield. They needed some paycheck replacement or our certainty of cash flow in retirement. And so we put together an element of their plan that included that. And finally, they also needed a social security strategy. And that's one of those things that, you know, maybe we don't talk about as often as we should, Dave, but just knowing, you know, there is a substantial strategy or element of strategy to social security. They were 62, right? Right. Said, yeah. Well, yeah. Whether you're, whether you, depending on when you retire, whether, you know, whether you're a single or a couple, the decisions you make about around social security, which can be a very substantial inflation adjusted cash flow, those are really important decisions. And a good financial advisor is going to help you with that too. And then, you know, they had a tax planning wasn't their biggest thing, but that was an element of what they were looking for as well. But they're another firm that we welcome, you know, into our family of clients. Um, and we're gl- very, very glad and happy to have that element of partnership. I like getting to know everyone in their families. And it is a good opportunity, Dave, to transition to another opportunity. If you want to know what it's like to have a partner that actually will look at you and say, hey, I consider myself responsible for things being okay, Right. I mean, I can't guarantee that a meteor is not going to hit the earth, but within reason, if Mm -hmm. you start with adequate assets, you should be okay. So if you're interested in talking about that, talking about getting a second opinion, please do give us a call. And Dave, let's offer that opportunity to the next five callers that have saved five hundred thousand dollars or more for retirement. At no cost, no obligation, 617-674-2000, 617-674-2000. If you feel you need a financial partner and one that's going to look ahead and and anticipate uh, what could happen in a 30-plus year retirement if you're near retirement, and yes, even looking at spousal strategies, a comprehensive review, 617-674-2000, 617-674-2000. Straight ahead, Russ takes questions from listeners. Sweeping away the clutter of Wall Street every week right here. As he does, Russ Hackman, president of Hackman Wealth Partners, from his four offices around Boston, downtown, Wakefield, Hingham, and in Waltham. Making it convenient, if you're listening wherever you are, that uh, you'll find the office closest to you to meet with Russ and talk about your financial lives. Get your questions answered. Uh, Russ uh, actually devotes some time on this show every week to answer questions that listeners have submitted, which you can at the website hackmanwealth.com. That's hackmanwealth.com. Just click the radio tab and submit your question. You very well could hear it on this show. In fact, if you send it, you will. Uh, Amy in Medford opens it up. I've heard you talk about the importance of having a long-term tax plan to reduce the amount of taxes that I have to pay on my retirement money. Now, I asked my accountant for help, and he said he doesn't do that. I have an advisor at a bank branch who said maybe I should look at a Roth account, but couldn't help beyond that. So how do I get the right kind of help? It is one of those mysteries out there that, like, who can... Like, who can I pose the question to of how do I keep my taxes down in retirement, right? Yeah. I mean, I think your first question, you, normally you'd be like, well, I guess I'll call my accountant if I have one, right? I mean, right. a lot of people don't even have one because TurboTax and whatnot is so good, right? Yeah. Um, but I, I, uh, do. You know, <laughs> I need a partner your, in everything. <laughs> right? If you talk to your accountant, you know, the accountants are, are 
inundated with the work that they have, and really, it is not their thing to do long. They're more tax looking planning. back too, aren't they? Looking back, right. they're looking to, and you know, good accountants can say like, "Here's how you could save some money," you know, um, especially if you own your own business. Like they're they're pretty good at that. But this notion that I've got five hundred thousand, a million, million and a half, two million, whatever of of IRA 401k assets, and I'm going to have to pay taxes on that in retirement due to required minimum distributions. And how do I, you know, move the pieces of the puzzle around such that I pay as little as possible or that, you know, if I have kids and they're going to inherit what's left over, that they don't get taxed into oblivion on my hard-earned money. You know, there's not really anyone awesome to talk to about that, that you would sort of it would naturally occur to you. Your accountant doesn't really do that. Most advisors that work for large firms don't really do it, even if it was their thing. Their lawyers are sitting there saying, don't talk about taxes, because if something happened, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So in that instance, it really kind of falls to folks like myself, independent financial planners that. You know, especially if you have a good financial planning software that allows you to, which we do, and, you know, some others do do it more technically as well, where you can really dig in and say, if I have a tax strategy, I could save X. And, and the after-tax value of my assets could be adjusted uh, Materially, and it can be, Dave. It mm-hmm. can be hundreds of thousands of dollars of difference, if not more. That makes a big to difference. Have a good tax strategy, like a really huge difference, especially when you figure that if kids inherit Roth accounts, and you have a strategy to get a good amount of money into Roth accounts, that they can hold them for ten years, and they can grow in the hands of kids tax free. That is a huge benefit. That. And again, most of my clients aren't walking in saying, gee, I'm here to make my kids rich. (laughs) But on the other hand, it's better to have money go to your kids than to go to Uncle Sam. Of course. So, you know, he's he's your uncle. He's not your, you know, your kids. Right. And he's he's not not your heir. He's he's not really the uncle you'd like. No, sometimes he's he's your partner in your retirement. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. He's that uncle that you kind of wish really wouldn't show up. Right. At the holidays and, 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 and hits the. You know, and basically drinks all your liquor. That's a probably that's a good, a, that's a good analogy and for takes him, right? Too many helpings of the food. <laughs> right, <laughs> right got exactly. Bill in Newton says, uh, you've mentioned that a smart social security strategy is an important part of a financial plan. Actually, you just did that. Uh, I'm 65 and retiring soon. My wife is 64, already retired. We were thinking of just both starting when we're both retired. Is that not a smart strategy? Well, I like the strategy of, for a couple, I like the strategy of assuming both, you know, every situation is different and obviously comes comes into the individual plan. If both spouses have made a decent income over time, then I, and even if they, if one has had a substantially less income than another and they're their benefit is substantially lower than the other. I like the idea for most couples of having one 
member of the family max out their social security by waiting till age 70. Okay. And the other starting earlier. Now, depending on the amount that of money that you have, in general, I'd like to see some, you know, people wait maybe a little bit longer till 67. There's nothing totally wrong with starting at 65 for one member of the couple, but I don't really generally want to see both members start at that time. And one of the reasons for that is if you can get one of the Social Securities up to that age 70 number, age 70 number, then when uh, one member of the couple passes away, the remaining member of that couple gets that higher number. Again, and that's an inflation-adjusted higher number. The importance of inflation-adjusted income, which down the road, on the high end, age 70 Social Security is like, you know, can be four grand, right? And 20 years from now, it's going to be six, seven grand, right? And you would want that a to be month. the highest earner to make that weight to delay, right? Probably. Yeah, it, generally speaking, but um, generally speaking, that is right, Dave. So, um, and, and as we've talked about social security planning, these elements of a good plan, social security and a state plan, we have a lot of people out there who aren't current on your estate plans. Nod if you're not current on your estate plans. That's <laughs> a lot of people. Raise your um, hand. Right? Uh, that's something to get in place. We're not attorneys, but we do help people get those in place rel- relatively efficiently. Safe money asset allocation, income streams, all of those things are important elements of a good financial plan. And, David, it is a good opportunity to give folks another chance to give us a call get on our calendar come in and see us for a complimentary second opinion lifetime income plan tax liability reduction plan let's do offer that up dave and social security strategies and claiming strategies will be part of that comprehensive review next five at no cost no obligation 617-674-2000 to schedule to meet with russ at one of his four offices most convenient to you 617-674-2000 coming up What's the one move you can make before or in retirement to improve your peace of mind? It is the Wall Street Sweeper, and it's our get-together. It's a great conversation and really an educational outreach on the part of Russ Hackman, who is president of Hackman Wealth Partners, the Wall Street Sweeper, here every week to give you much to consider in your financial life. And if you're near retirement, certainly a lot to consider there. You know, Russ, uh, peace of mind is important, and it's important to you to to help give our listeners who you work with peace of mind. Um, And we talked about New Year's resolutions, and we bumped that up to springtime resolutions, financial <laughs> resolutions. So what is what are some things that we can do to improve our financial peace of mind? Speaking of res- resolutions, it's, it's interesting going to going to the gym. Yeah. And I was talking to the people at the gym. I mean, I don't go as much as I, you know, I'm like everyone. I don't go quite as much as I should, but I, you know, I do go. Uh-huh. And in the last few weeks, I was, I, I, I'm the gym parking lot is as busy as pre-COVID, like for the first really? time, right? Yeah. 
And I said to the gym people, like, you know, what's what's the story? They're like, well, this is when everyone's afraid of having to wear their bathing suit in a few weeks. Oh, right? the motor extra motivator. <laughs> you have summer coming on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But talking about, you know, financial resolutions and we were kind of hinting at the number one thing to, you know, improve your financial peace of mind long term. To me, it's about risk reduction, right? Mm-hmm. It's about Almost everyone that I meet has too much risk. I'm not saying put all your money in CDs, but the notion, I think people went through this, that I could lose money on every single piece of my portfolio like folks did in 2022. You know, that can happen unless you have things that can't go backwards. Mm -hmm. So the number one, you know, sort of guidance I say is, listen, we need some risk in our life, right? In our financial life. And maybe we have 20% in stocks. Maybe we have 30% in stocks. Maybe we have 40 or 50, whatever the number is. It depends for each person. But my risk, I want it in, you know, decent diversified stocks If they're paying dividends, that's great. And I can look at that money and say, that's risky money. And if it drops in half, it's not all my money, right? Right. In in a a cat five storm or it drops a lot in another kind of storm. But if I have at least half my money that can't go backwards, again, that doesn't include bond funds, then that is a huge, huge difference. Number two is get a second opinion. And knowing even if you get that second opinion and it causes you to just stay the way you are, nothing wrong with that. At least at all, it confirmed right? it. Exactly. And we are coming up to the end of the show, Dave. So it is a good chance to offer folks that opportunity to come in and get that second opinion. It's certainly and almost always, I can tell you, always people learn something. Almost always there's something to uncover to improve upon. It is a good chance, Dave, to offer that final opportunity. It is a great second opinion opportunity, as well as also being a good first opinion opportunity, an initial review, if you will, and if that's something that's on your mind, uh, take advantage of it. 617-674-2000-617-674-2000-617-674-2000. As always, thanks so much for joining us. We're back next week. Another fresh look at financial thinking in 2023 with the Wall Street Sweeper. Russ Hackman and Claire Hare are investment advisor representatives of Retirement Wealth Advisors Incorporated, an SEC registered investment advisor. Investment advisory services offered through Brookstone Wealth Advisors, LLC, BWA, registered investment advisor and an affiliate of Brookstone Capital Management, LLC. BWA and Hackman Wealth are independent of each other. Insurance products and services are not offered through BWA, but are offered and sold through individually licensed and appointed agents. The opinions expressed by Russell Hackman, Claire Hare and their guests on this radio show are their own and do not reflect the opinions of this radio station. All statements and opinions expressed are based upon information considered reliable, although it should not be relied upon as such. Any statements or opinions are subject to change without notice. Investments involve risk and unless otherwise stated are not guaranteed. Past performance cannot be used as an indicator to determine future results. Any strategies mentioned may not be suitable for everyone. Information expressed does not take into account your specific situation or objectives and is not intended as recommendations appropriate for you. Before acting on any information mentioned, please consult with a qualified tax or investment advisor to determine if it is suitable for your specific situation. This program is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information with regard to the subject covered. Any comments regarding safe and secure products and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company and are not offered by BWA. Index or fixed annuities are not designed for short-term investments and may 
be subject to caps, restrictions, fees, and surrender charges as described in the annuity contract. Guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuer. Agents receive payment in the form of compensation and or other compensation, such as a percentage of organization's profits from selling an annuity from the insurance company. Registered investment advisors and investment advisor representatives act as fiduciaries for all of our investment management clients. We have an obligation to act in the best interest of our clients to make full disclosure of any conflicts of interest, if any exist. Please refer to our firm brochure, the ADV 2A Item 4, for additional information.